0: How are we connecting with the right people yes. that are going to be so passionate about wanting to purchase your products? That's really where we're wanting to find that connection, not just connecting with someone to inspire them. We're looking for that deeper connection with our people. Welcome to
1: the Product Boss Podcast, where we're dedicated to helping product based business owners turn into revenue
2: generating, successful, happy product bosses. I'm Jacqueline Snyder. And I'm Mina Kunlo Siteb. Together through digital courses, coaching, and masterminds, we've helped over 50,000 students from startup to multi million dollar businesses scale their sales while blending in their dream life. It gets
1: lonely out there in the product business world. We fully believe a business shouldn't be built alone. There's
2: room at the top for all of us. So let's get scrappy and creative together, Product Boss, to be profitable, make more sales, and grow your visibility. Are you ready? Let's dive in. Hey, Jacqueline, doesn't it feel like the AI revolution is upon us? I mean, it seems like everywhere I turn, there's a new AI tool waiting for me to learn.
1: Absolutely. I feel like how maybe my grandma felt when Facebook came out, right? (laughs) But AI tools are definitely at the forefront right now. And listen, we are here to support you through it because it's something new. And it is at the forefront, especially for business owners. And there are tons of ways to use AI, not only to streamline, but also to help grow your business.
2: I mean, it really is incredible. Who doesn't want to make things easier for themselves? Am I right? Especially as a product business owner who is so busy wearing all of the hats.
1: Exactly. And then plus, when you do wear all those hats in your business, even if they're super cute, sometimes it can be difficult to have the time or the energy to come up with those creative ideas for content. I mean, we know this better than anyone. And we all know that that compelling content, that content that matters to your customer is so important and more important than ever before.
2: Definitely, which is why with HubSpot's AI content assistant tool, you don't have to stress so much about thinking of content ideas. The content assistant tool helps you brainstorm, create, and share content in a flash, all inside a super easy to use CRM. Oh
1: my goodness. We all love easy, right? Plus HubSpot also just released their new chat spot, which automates all the manual tasks inside of HubSpot. So you can focus on what matters most, which is engaging with your customers, selling more products, and scaling your business
2: faster. I mean, HubSpot combined with AI sounds like a game changer for product-based business owners.
1: Yeah, and that's because it is. And that's why we partnered with HubSpot because look at all the amazing things they're doing for business owners. So my friends, find out more about how to use AI to grow your business at hubspot.com artificial intelligence. Hey, friends, and welcome back to the Product Boss Podcast. We are so excited to have you here today. So, Mina, we have a special guest on, but let me ask you, are you... When we first started business, you were uncomfortable on video, were you not? Mm, I would say, short answer, yes. (laughs) (laughs)
2: <laughs> <laughs> you
1: used to even say like you were uncomfortable in front of real human beings. talking. Well,
2: the thing is, is that... So when we first started our podcast, this was in 2017 or 2018, everybody. January 8th, 2018, seared into my brain. And because there's two of us, Jacqueline would always insist on us being on video. So even though it was just the two of us, I didn't love that I had to... Be on video just to have a podcast or just to record the podcast, but she wanted it to be very conversational. So even at that point, I didn't even like being, and this was before and now the times are where Zoom is just everywhere, but this was, you know, back in my day in 2018 or, you know, it was not like Zoom was not everywhere. So even then I felt really comfortable being on, on off of video, but I will say my whole goal was to be on video more. The most times I've ever been on video to make up for my whole entire life in 2020. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not even kidding. That was my real goal. And so it leads us to our guest today, which, I mean, you could, you'll you see her growth and our growth. And I know of other people that that was their plan for their business. And it really has changed who they are as well as what their business is. So yeah. um, let's intro our welcome and welcome our special guest.
1: Yeah. So we're so excited. We've been fans for so long. We have Natasha Pierre, and you may know her from Shine with Natasha or her incredible Podcast. So you're listening to podcasts, make sure to subscribe at the Shine Online podcast. And Natasha, welcome to the Product Boss podcast.
0: Thank you for having me. I'm excited. I have just like a soft spot for product businesses. So I'm just excited to just talk more about video. Thank you because not enough
1: people talk to product based business owners. So we're so glad you're here. And as Mina sort of mentioned, like we've been following you for a while and you really hit it very big. Um, You were kind of one of the first people in the space that I saw really dig into Reels on Instagram and really start to figure out how do I use video? And I think that's like, you didn't have a major audience before that, right? Like you really grew
0: it by leaning into this, this new thing called Reels on Instagram, Yeah, absolutely. To like give some numbers in 2020, I started the year at maybe like 3,000 followers. And then I ended the year close to 20,000. So I grew really fast. Like, literally, over the summer was when I went from 4,000 to then 10,000 at the end of the summer. So, quite literally, not only did it grow my followers, but it also grew my business in a really, really big way.
1: Were you always like, I'm going to be a video queen and show up on Instagram and do all the things?
0: (laughs) No, I was just like Mina. I was like, I didn't want to do video because when I started my business, I was a social media manager. And so I was like, let me just create content for everybody else. And I'll just be behind the scenes posting for my clients. And of course, at that time, we really just had stories, right? Lives weren't really big. Reels weren't even a thing. TikTok wasn't even a thing. And so I kind of thought... I could get away with just not showing up on video. But once I kind of saw the power of video, I kind of just went all in. Like if anyone's followed me for a long time, like when IGTV happened, I was like, everyone get on IGTV. Like video is such a powerful tool. So it definitely was a shift. I didn't start that way.
1: Yeah. So we're excited to have you here today. And I know you've got this really cool um, sort of like method that sounds delicious to me, but... um, (laughs) (laughs) I wanted, um, you, we just want to like get all we can out of your amazing brain and sort of what you've done because your growth has been so immense over the last few years. And I also love how you just show up so authentically, um, for your lives. Like nothing is perfect, right? Like nothing, like nothing has to be perfect. You're super creative and you're consistent. So maybe we can jump in and think about how you know introverted business owners, product-based business owners can use your method for content and video strategy.
0: Yes, absolutely. So this five-layer cake method, I actually created specifically for product businesses. Because while I think there's a lot of amazing content marketing and video experts in the space, I feel like they often don't even touch the product businesses. And that leaves them feeling really lost and overwhelmed on how to actually show up and how to actually... Like, what should I create my videos about? That's beyond just my product. Um, So that's really what I created this framework on. and. The first layer is like my layer that I think kind of like ruffles some feathers, and that it's your approach to video as a product business shouldn't actually be that much different from other businesses online or even personal brands. And I often find that this thought is what holds people back from even showing up on video because they think, oh, that works for creators or, oh, that works for coaches or, oh, that works for that type of business, but it'll never work for me. like I'm not supposed to be my content. It's just supposed to be my product. right? So I find that when we're able to make that shift and see the opportunities we have of like, we don't have to hire creators and influencers for our businesses. We have all the tools to be our own creators. I feel like that can be just so empowering for product brands of like, you can create and still use that to sell your product. So that's kind of like the first layer to start with.
2: Yeah. I love that layer, right? That first sticky gooey layer. Um, the thing is too, is that when you're thinking about that, I totally agree. I think a lot of times, you know, it's it's the platform that you're on. So you really, you know, have grown and specialized in social media, right? And I think that the, you have to remember it's a social media platform. So while you do still need to sell your product, you also have to add the social sprinkles on the top. You know, people aren't there to connect with a product from the get-go. They're there to connect with other people. Why? Because it's social media, you know? And so I think definitely um, that is a great layer to start with.
0: Yeah, and I think when we think about like why TikTok's been so successful, it has nothing to do with the dances or the lip syncs. It has all to do with connection. People go on that app and they feel like they are connecting with other humans and they're not connecting with this overly curated or produced campaign, right? And what I think is really important is that we can do that if we're not on TikTok. You can do that on Instagram or whatever platform you're creating on. So I really think that that shift is is just so powerful and it really can help you make more sales in your product. Because I know as a consumer that buys on social media all the time, if I feel connected with that founder or that story or the why behind what like actually created that product, I'm so much more likely to buy from that versus just a random solution that I see that doesn't have that depth and that heart and that soul to it.
1: Is there anything that you recently bought or any like connection that kind of stood out to you where you were
0: like, ooh, this is good. I'm gonna buy it. I know I'm putting you (gasps) on the
1: spot here, but is there anything that like you remember?
0: Yes. Um, the products that I've been loving is by Tracy Ellis Ross, her new hair care line pattern. I am just obsessed with her. She's so fun, she's so free, she's so herself. And they totally infuse that into how she's a part of their content marketing strategy. And of course there's all these different curly hair products, but I'm like seeing her use it in her curly hair routine and her excited about the launches, I'm like, well, of course I'm going to try it, you know? So that's definitely like the the first thought that comes to mind.
1: Yeah, she's, and it's also sold in Sephora now and all those, you know, so it's, it really has grown. But I think, and there's something like approachable and beautiful and ha- like there's this joy that she exudes, you yes. know, and I think not every brand has to have joy exuded from it, but it works with her. So I think you're right. Like it's that connection to her, but, um, they don't always have to be a person. It doesn't always have to be a famous person or star. So, like I think a lot of people out there, you know, Mina, for you with your product business, like where how do you find the connection with your customers?
2: Well, I don't need the connection. um I <laughs> says you don't do social Mina. media or a video. <laughs> We're talking social media here. I don't focus on social media um, because I have two businesses. Now, do I focus on social media for the product boss? I absolutely do. And, um, but with low labels in my product business, I... And mostly primarily on Amazon, especially since my husband took it over, right? So he's not going to be the face of the business. But I incorporate the stories. If I were to do social, honestly, I would I would force myself to do more video because the thing is, is that people can connect to me quicker, you know? And um, but when you have two businesses and a shout out to all those people that have multiple businesses, you know this, just like if you have multiple kids, then there's a give and take to it all. And so I focus on social media for the product boss, and I don't focus on I focus on sales channels um for um like Amazon primarily for little labels. So I think but I that, will say
1: though, mm-hmm. from a connection standpoint, just to kind of say though. You still make a connection whether or not you're using social through the language you use in your products,
2: right? Like created yeah, by through a my girl emails, mom. yeah. Even even in my, um, they call it storefronts on Amazon, so I'll, I'll put a little bit about about the founder. I have two little girls, you know, they're not so little anymore, but I haven't changed it in a long time, and um, in the emails I write, I actually used to have even a PS that was um, about myself, and then um, I also. Uh, to get my first reviews, this was back in the day when they allowed you to send stuff to um, to Amazon people. Um, I even had my daughter who was in kindergarten at the time, my oldest daughter, who's now 12, she wrote her name and it was like oh. in giant letters. So they were able yeah. to make that connection point of, oh, this is a mom like me, right? Because it's not really about me. It's not about my story. It's about how they resonate with it. And I think yeah. that's the thing too.
0: Yeah, absolutely. I'm thinking of another brand that I've really liked that creates um like minimalist shapewear. Um and it's called Oco and what I really love is that she's not only constantly sharing how she's created the products and why she was inspired. But she's even shared like her grandfather's really supportive and excited. Of course, her grandfather has nothing to do with selling bras, obviously. (laughs) But it just like it shows that, oh, she's like a daughter and a granddaughter and she has a family and she has people supporting her. And it's it like brings that extra connection that you don't get in other ways. So I think it really shows that like no matter how we want to connect with our people, there's like so many different ways to do it to bring that Connection with our products.
1: Yeah, I I agree. I think, and I think there's a time when it used to feel, especially pre twenty twenty. I'd say probably like early ish. I'm trying to go like twenty ten. Like, I don't know what year. I, I am. know she's. Wait, she she doesn't know what day. year it is. That's no why. <laughs> idea. It could still be. I- in the 2012. She's like,
2: I don't know. I don't know what year. I don't even know a where. A that's
1: not this. <laughs> <laughs> but people used to be more... Disc- like you wanted... I know with my product brand, when I had it, I wanted it to feel corporate and like big. Yeah. And like you professional. had to go through... Professional. Like, and you had to go through like... a secretary I'm putting that in air quotes to like get to me right and I think the coolest thing is that connection point that social has opened up where you don't really know us well we don't know you well but we feel like we know you from watching your growth on social and that connection and rooting for somebody right like knowing the story like and I'm not saying you have to be vulnerable and cry on Instagram and do the things like that but it's just or dance or dance yeah, no. which thank that's things. This is why we haven't made it on TikTok cuz I'm not connecting <laughs> when I dance.
0: They're <laughs> like, "Oh god."
1: Yes, off brand. <laughs> All right. So next fa- like what would be the next phase of this method?
0: Yes, so we kind of already touched on it and the okay. layer two is actually you and your story. So we've already we've already dived on in cool. and I just really think for product businesses with your video content, you should always be your product's biggest fan first and foremost. And chances are, you already are, right? Like You put the blood, sweat, and tears into creating it, into running it, into all the things that we know goes behind the scenes into having a product business. And you need to share the why behind why are you passionate about it? Why did you create it? How did it go about creating and formulate it? What was that first iteration? How did it get to where it is now? What were the bumps in the road? Um, I think when we're able to bring people into our journeys, it makes them really feel like they're a part of it as well. Um, one of my favorite brands, Gold, I think they do this so well. They sell matcha and wellness um, different products. And one thing that I love is that the co founders are always sharing their story, like when they eventually got in Target and when they released their first new product and when they changed the packaging, like they're constantly bringing us into how they are running the product side of their business. And they're always very transparent about their story and how they went from being in their college dorm, selling these turmeric mixes to now where they are. And I just think it can be just so impactful to just bringing people along.
1: Hey, friends, we just wanted to interrupt this episode really quick to share with you our latest podcast recommendation Recently, we've been hooked on the Side Hustle Pro podcast, hosted by Nikayla Matthews-Akome, which is brought to you by the HubSpot Podcast Network, the audio destination for business professionals.
2: Yeah, Nikayla is so amazing. One of the things I love most about her podcast is how she shares stories of women of color and diverse entrepreneurs who have scaled their side hustles into profitable businesses. I mean, talk about inspirational!
1: A hundred percent, right? And on. One of her latest episodes, she actually interviewed our friend and one of our mentors, Rachel Rogers. Shout out, Rachel. Together, they discussed why we should all be millionaires. And Rachel even shared actual tips on how to scale your own business to seven figures.
2: I mean, music to my ears. That episode (laughs) is so good. Plus, you're sure to love Nikaela's real and authentic insights of what it's like to build a side business while working a full-time job. Since we know so many of you listening can really relate to that.
1: Listen to Side Hustle Pro wherever you get your podcasts. Now, back to the show. Hey, hey, Product Boss. Okay, it's your product biz coach here, Jacqueline, and I have a treat for you. So the other day we got a message on Instagram from our friend Lolly. Now, she's a product boss, and she was on the hunt for an easy-to-use inventory management software to keep track of her raw goods and what she had ready to sell. And guess what? We had an answer for her. Not only did we have a fantastic inventory management software to refer her to, but we also had a whole treasure chest of 308 other business tools and resources to make her product-based business easier to manage and, and more efficient to grow. And... We have it for you as well. Now picture this. Packaging and printing supplies, affiliate management, website and email software, legal resources, video and photo tools. Oh my, you name it, we've got it. And here's the cherry on top. It is totally free, right? It's not going to cost you a single penny. That's right, because you can get your hands on the Product Boss's Ultimate Resource Guide absolutely free. We are on a mission to change small businesses' lives and and their ability to grow around the world. And whatever we can do to help you do that, we are here for it. And so we're hoping that this resource guide is one step closer to reaching your dreams. So all you need to do is slide into our DMs on Instagram with the word guide and just send us that message and we will send you a link to download it right away. Or you can head straight to theproductboss.com slash resource guide, easy peasy. Oh, and did I mention you can also DM us guide on Instagram and voila, we'll shoot you that link right away. So my friend, don't wait another second. You can get your hands on the ultimate resource guide for product bosses right now.
2: Now let's jump back into the show. There's a reason why on social people are called your friends. Like, you know, your friends on Facebook, your friends, is it friends or followers? You know, whoever it is, right? (laughs) On Instagram, I think that, people do want that connection and and um, they even um, pattern the, the um, shampoo that you were talking about earlier. It's standalone. It can really sell on its own in the Sephora shelves and Ulta shelves. It's beautiful. But the extra layer to the cake is that you also get to hear from the founder, right? And that adds just a, um, it adds more to your story, more depth, more richness, more connection points, more, you know, resonation um, through there resonance, resonation, whatever the word resonance. is.
1: So the line you were talking about just really quick, if anyone wanted to look at it is OKO, it's O-K-K-O. And the reason I'm glad you actually brought that up and talking about the story, right, is when we talk about our story, there's the story of the why, like why we created it. But the the story has to actually go back to why we created it for you, the customer, you know? So if you take a look, because like what's really cool about this brand is she's, um, Her name is Phoebe who started it. Um, She's Korean, She, uh, Korean mother, Japanese father. Like, so she talks about that and like minimalism, which is is, the design is inspired by minimalism. And then she says, you shouldn't just have to wear underwear that just works. Right. And so then what she does is then she talks about how she took, there is a little bit of her story, but then how her story influenced this product she's created that will benefit your customers. So if you then go and you look at, if you follow them on Instagram, um, there's not a, it's it's not all of her on Instagram. Like it is the brand. It's people to the brand. Um, there might be every so often you might find her, but really she's not the always the front facing face. Her the products are and the people wearing it are
0: mm-hmm. and yeah. the customers. Yeah, absolutely. But at the end of the day, it's still people. And I think people. that's yes. like one, one of the most important like threads in this conversation. And I think you brought up a great point of like, we've been talking a lot about connection, but I think what's even more important is not just connecting with people, but how are we connecting with the right people yes. that are going to be so passionate about wanting to purchase your products? That's really where we're wanting to find that connection, not just connecting with someone to inspire them. We're looking for that deeper connection with our people.
1: I love that. love
0: it. Okay. What is the next layer in this delicious cake? Yes. So I'm actually going to skip ahead because we we're like naturally just starting to touch on ones. So we're going to skip ahead to layer four. We'll go back to layer three, but it's actually community. Um, And this is kind of like giving everyone a little bit of a break is yes, you don't need to be 110 million percent in every single video you create. Woo, I can have other people in my video content. And so I want to kind of brainstorm how people can do this. So first of all, community can look a lot of different ways. This can be community is in your customers that are actually purchasing and using your products, your brand ambassadors, but this also can be your internal team. Some of my favorite product brands to follow actually bring their team into their story takeovers or into the Q and A's or show behind the scenes of the warehouse or how they're packaging orders or how they're planning for a campaign launch. Um, one of my favorite brands that do this is Oat House. They have granola butter and their whole brand is like having fun. Um, and they quite literally, not only do all the co-founders are a part of the content, but they also bring in the team members, which I just feel like builds this bigger community, but also allows people to see um, like, inspiration of what it looks like on other people or how it looks in other routines or how other people are using it. Um, And it also just makes you feel like they're a part of something even more. So I think community is something that we really can tap into on video. And I at least know when I'm purchasing is like when I'm scrolling on someone's Instagram and, and I'm curious if anyone else is this way, but I often will go to the tags or the highlights? Because I'm like, okay, yeah, I want to buy this bra or this pair of underwear, but what does it look like on a body type like me or on a skin tone like mine or a hair type like mine? I'm a lot more likely to purchase this like, yes, the founder's passionate about it and great. And we love their story. We love that. But I'm like, can I see me in that community? I think that's really that power of that fourth layer. Mm, Yes. I I love love that. that.
2: You know who does that really well in and she's a student of ours is Tiffany from Chunks. So if anybody wants to see that in action with uh, in the product boss community, Tiffany from Chunks, she incorporates everybody that works for her in the manufacturing, in her manufacturing house. And she sells hair clips. And so she'll go around and do um really fun things like what's your oldie, your favorite oldie, what's your favorite newbie? You know, and it's hair clips. And you'll get to see people with different hair textures, different, if it's hair colors different ways of wearing hair clips. And these are just hair clips, right? And But it's really cool because then somebody, just like Natasha was saying, can see what they look like because I have very thick, coarse hair. So it's cool to see that, oh, that's how I would put my very long, coarse hair up into a clock clip is because I have hair like her and not like her, right? And so I think that I love that because um, it really does, it helps like to sell your product in a different way, another layer, right?
1: Yeah. And, and, and video can be so powerful video. I mean, it is so powerful. It's like the new way we're seeing it more used on websites. Um, Amazon has incorporated video into images um, for your, your listings. So I think the thing is, is like exactly what you said, especially with online shopping or online discovery does your does the content you're creating sell the way it would in real life? And that's something we teach within our program, multi-stream Machine, because the idea here is like, okay, like you said, if you were in a store, you could try it on and be like, it looks good or it doesn't look good. When you're online, you don't have that ability. So the more options you give them of imagery and video that helps people answer questions they would have in real life, the better. So if you're making a jewelry collection and you have necklaces... Show it on a neck. Don't show it flat on the... You can show a flat lay, but people want to see it on the neck. They want to see how it closes and opens. This is the biggest thing with food. I don't know if you've gotten sucked into these videos, but whenever anybody like breaks open oh, a yeah. cookie... The
0: slow pull. Oh, the yeah.
1: donut. Um, I mean, we don't talk about we, it. I'm so hungry. I know. We're talking about, <laughs> you know, talking about food
0: the whole time. We're like, <laughs> cake, sprinkles, slow bowl.
1: <laughs> so that's right. And so that's the other side too, right? It's that video and that's that, like, like transferring what it would be like in real life. So, okay. I know we would skip to the fourth layer. What do you want to talk about next?
0: Yes. Let's talk about the third, which you already touched on. It's like, you know, it's like you're reading my mind. I know. I'm so
1: glad we're so aligned (laughs) in this because it means like, hey, you're hearing it from two, three
0: experts here. Um, So you guys listen up. (laughs) Yes, absolutely. So layer three is actually showing the product solving problems. And I think we often focus on just like highlighting the product, but like, what are the key features and like, how does it make my morning better? How does it make my, my hair routine better? How does it help my wellness or my health or make me feel more confident? Or what is that outcome, that result, that transformation that our product provides? And keeping in mind, it doesn't need to be like life-changing, life-saving to be a really great transformation. But I think when we're able to visually tell a story with video of like, you went from this to then being like this or showing people what that problem is and that not only you've identified it and you show them like you're seen, but you're showing them that you actually know how to provide that solution. So I know I already mentioned granola butter. An example of this would be showing recipes on how to use it so, so simple. Another thing that the granola butter oat house company does is they actually show it as a solution for nut-free schools. They're like, if you have a nut-free school, use granola butter. And here's how you can put it in your kid's lunch. So I think it's such a great example of, yes, do the granola butter drips and show what it looks like in the warehouse and all those types of things. But how is it actually solving that problem in that daily routine?
2: for sure people pay to solve their problems right it doesn't have to be grandiose like when natasha was saying you know like if it's to get keep hair out of your face you know if it's to have a snack while you're taking your kid to soccer right these are problems that maybe not be might not be big problems per se but people Pay money for convenience to not have to deal with the, those problems, so the thorns in their side. You know, I would pay all day long for snacks for my kids and myself, yeah. honestly, you know, so for sure.
1: Well, she's um, talking
2: about oat, oh, but like for sure, that is something on.
1: that <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking, like, it all sounds so delicious, but yeah, yeah like, it really does. But it's whatever the values are for that customer. And again, you're yep. going to attract the right ones, or, or people are going to be like, mm, not something I care about. Okay, oh. what's the next layer?
0: Yes, so this is the fifth and final layer. It is complementary topics or pillars. And this is one that I often feel like people leave off the table, is they're focusing so much on their industry, what products they have. They don't kind of realize what are those shoulder-related things. Um, And this could be related to your industry. This could be focused on values or really, again, thinking of what is that customer and what are their other interests. So I'll kind of give two examples. So Gold, the brand that I mentioned, they have matcha. And so naturally, they're selling matcha, how to make matcha at home. But what they're really talking about is people that care about their wellness, keep people that care about their routines. That is that complementary topic that they could show matcha in a morning routine. It doesn't have to 100% be about the matcha the entire time, but it's really showing like what are those other interests that their ideal person might have. Another example is Blue Land. And so they have eco-friendly um no plastic types of cleaning houseware. Um and one thing that's really great is of course they talk about the cleaning solutions that they have. But even deeper is they talk about the values of the people that would buy their products. They want to use less plastic. They want to be more environmentally friendly. They want to help global warming, right? Those are values that I'm going to have when deciding to buy those products. So if they're talking about ways that I can use less plastic, even if it does or doesn't have to do with their products, I'm still going to be engaged with that brand and really building trust. So I feel like this gives you like a whole other list of video ideas to really dive into, and gives you a a more interesting content strategy.
1: Let me ask you a question: um, How do you feel about there is this like time where we could share other people's videos, and then there was a little bit, of, you know? So like, because um, there's there's sometimes that we're thinking, okay, like there are other things that might align with them, like a video of friends or the office or something, right? And can I use that as a video with like layover? But what are you seeing in that realm, or should it be all? like content that they've created.
0: Yeah, I definitely think that we can use things like memes and outside entertainment and and things like that in our content. Um I do think that if we're kind of going into that UGC realm where we're reposting people, I always say like make sure you're giving very clear credit and even maybe going the extra step of asking them if they can use it, especially if they didn't outright tag your product or something like that, Um, especially if it's like something like that's unrelated, as we're kind of mentioning, you want to make sure you're teetering that line of respecting creator's boundaries. But overall, I think it can add that um, complexity. And I think depending on your brand voice, if it's very witty or very entertainment and those different types of things, you really can play off that.
1: Yeah, because what I love, and going back to that Oko brand, I'm like cyber-stalking it while we're talking just because I... One of my I'm, faves. I'm, yeah, well, you said that. And so I was like, let me look and see what you're saying here. So a couple of things that they're doing in here is, um, you know, she does bring in the idea of her being, like her parents being immigrants, first generation. So it's an element to... It was an element to her story, and it's an element of talking about. So like in the Oscars recently which there was you know, incredible wins for um, Michelle Yu and you know Ruth Carter and all this stuff, she mentioned it. So it had nothing to do with underwear, bras, or socks, but it had to do with the values that are aligned with the company. And so I think those are the things that we're not talking about you all having to do videos on everything that happens, but it's the idea of like, is it funny? Are you funny? Is there something that really aligns with you? Um, is mom life like if Mina was to get back?
0: On Instagram, Mm
1: -hmm. you know, it might be showing like mom life because her customers are moms as well, but it might not always be about the labels. Yeah.
2: Yeah, I think, you know, that's the thing too is that sometimes, for example, I built this product business when my kids were little. So they used them. Nowadays, though, what I might want to show is customers where their kids are little, but now I instead use them for. Um, electronic plugs. And when we're traveling or, you know, um, what are those called? Those Yeti things that hydroflask my daughter has like hydroflask thingies and so there's they're just living a different life so i think that sometimes you know you might feel like out of season with your customer but that's when you start to fold in your customer stories you go back and revisit your origin story and how it relates to your customer um and you you know those are served as like your your founding points and the extra layers to the cake in a lot of ways and um and don't let that stop you from telling the stories. So I think that sometimes people are like, "Oh gosh, I can't. I I'm, I'm not my my customer, so I can't tell my story." Well, no, no. You can tell your story. You just tell it in a way where you can look through the lens of the customer too and, and approach it in a different way. So don't let that be the thing that stops you from telling your stories because they need to be repeated and reinforced. And when you reinforce their stories, then it reinforces the buying decision from them. And, um, and that is really what you're shooting for in this time that you spend pres- you know, presenting your product and yourself to the world because, um, it, it really can be helpful in that way.
1: Yeah, Absolutely. Any other useful, amazing tips that you have right now for anyone that's, you know, they're on the platform, they might be frustrated because Marky Mark Zuckerberg, as we like to call him, doesn't do us any favors ever. <laughs> and then Mina's always like, well, TikTok's going to get shut down. And like, so there's all this conversation about all the different things, like algorithms and all the things, right? But we know the video is here to stay. I think it depends on, on where our use is. But my question to you is, is like, any other tips for people? Like, is it irrelevant of the platform? Is it creating video? Like, what would you say to our friends out there that just need to get started?
0: Yeah, I think the biggest thing is take this five layer cake method. Brainstorm at least five ideas for each of these, and you'll have enough content to get you a little while. <laughs> and then figure out the easiest way to start because. Flexing that video skill, being in your video content, that will always be the hardest part. And so one thing that I've really been encouraging my community to do is lean into low-lift video content. And one of my favorite ways to do this is actually stock content. So essentially this is just getting video clips or B-roll footage while you're already doing things in your day. Um, And this could be you packaging orders. This could be you going into the warehouse. This could be of your team. Like everything we brainstormed, think of what are video clips that I can get throughout my day that are behind the scenes, that are showcasing the product, that are showing it in my routine, that's with my team, all of those types of things and start using that in your video content. You can just add text right on top to give context and tell a story or give a use of the product or whatever it is. And you can use that on Reels, you can use it on Stories, you can use it on TikTok. And we're not creating for a platform or an algorithm We're just creating for our video strategy. And I find that this will give you so much peace because even if you are really strapped with time, maybe you're a side hustler or a parent or whatever it is, you can dedicate yourself to having these ideas, capturing video clips and dispersing them wherever you think your people are and whatever platforms you're excited about.
1: Yeah, I love that. Even not to get you guys in trouble at work, but like, it'd be cool if like, you know, you've got your full-time job and you're sitting there and you just record yourself typing at your desk. And then like the words over could be like, Dreaming of you know, pouring candles or dreaming of growing this product based business. So there's simple ways. I love that because even recently, we we are so busy, all of us, right? And I'm like, I'm on a plane, and you know, whenever you look out the window of the plane, you're like, ah, oh, the clouds are so pretty. I'm like, great, I'm just going to capture that content, and then we'll throw some text over it, right? Or the waves, so it actually starts to it's not for everything we do but it you don't have to be a talking head so i'd love for you to tell people how to connect with you i will say and i told natasha this that when reels first started i was like natasha i was following everything she did cuz like what do you do <laughs> how do you do a how do you do a cover for this image you know like all the things and you're so good at it and you're constantly giving people tips on how to show up with on like show your face, how not to overcomplicate it. Like you give
0: away so much on social in itself. So how can people connect with you? Yeah, absolutely. You can find me on social media at shine with Natasha on Instagrams where I hang out the most often on YouTube. I definitely have some great like tutorials if you're looking more for how to's and deeper dives and definitely tune into the shine online podcast. We're going to do a little swaparoo over there. So definitely come and hang out with us over there. Um, And I talk a lot about video confidence, low lift videos, social media burnout, a lot of things that we've touched on here. I go a little bit more in depth on in the podcast.
1: Amazing. And, and and one more thing I just want to note, and one thing I just want to say is that you also have inspired me to not always have to show up with makeup on so or filters. So I yeah. think that's something else I want to tell everybody
2: is like, come as you are and just do it. Yeah. Um, or even face. You can show your hands, your voice, your face. Yes. Like Natasha was saying, B-roll. It could be you putting something into your purse. pouring
1: coffee, waking um, up, whatever it is. Clicking
2: to your website, looking at the reviews on Amazon, showing how buy now with one click, whatever it is. I mean, we do a million things on our lives, especially moms. I would say, you know, one tiny speck of your day would you know, equal a lot of content. Seven, three <laughs> oh, yeah. seconds,
1: which is the life's the <laughs> attention span of humans yes. now. Um, yeah. Yeah. yeah, but I just, because I think so many people are going to keep coming up with all the reasons yeah, why Agreed. they're not going to. And I think the mm-hmm. more we can show our true selves and show up and like just be who we are and not be too perfect about any of it, nobody's thinking. And I think the more we're able to show it, the more... Uh, it allows space for other people to do the same. So thank you for doing that as well.
0: Yes, of course. Thank you for having me on here.
1: Of course. So we're going to do, like you said, a podcast swap. So everyone go listen over on there too. And you can listen to our episode. Thanks again. All right. Thanks, Thanks, Natasha. Thank you for being here and listening all the way through the Product Boss podcast. If you love our show and it has helped you in any way in your business, would you mind doing two things for us? Subscribe to the show so you never miss an episode and leave us a review. Reviews help other product entrepreneurs know that this is the place to be to grow their businesses and realize that they're not alone.